recap in just a minute. There's two things I want to slightly retcon. <coughs> it's not relevant to the story. I just want to correct it while I have the microphone on. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Liara Portier is Duke Portier's daughter. That's not true. It's actually his niece. It's not story relevant. I just want to make sure I have that corrected. Uh, and the other thing is I've insinuated a few times the ride of the Helm Riders was uh, almost a thousand years ago. And it's not quite that old. It's more recent history than that. Um, historians in Faerun have no fucking clue when it happened, but they assume it's right around the 500, 400 year mark. Uh, so I don't want you to give you guys the impression that it's been like 2,000 years since it's quote unquote recent history. Um, again, I don't think it's actually going to change anything about the story, but I wanted to put it on the mic. I think we were all happily skipping our way to the other campus. Yes, uh, I believe both of them are going to come with you uh, to that end. So it'll work out great. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. up to see it, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could be better. Scooby Bucky Buck. Yeah, something like that. Except better. Because I'm involved. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Want some town music? So I'm going to switch to some bullshit. How about this guy? Pardon me. So it is actually still the early evening. You guys basically went as soon as he set up his shop at the Long Lantern. It only took 15 or 20 minutes to convince him to leave his post and uh, send away his bodyguard. Uh, you don't know where his little devil pet wandered off to, but it went invisible, and it appeared that he had dismissed it in some way. Um, you're not really sure exactly what that means. You haven't asked him. Uh, but Ray Mantelmore doesn't know anything about him. Other than uh, you are all going to the Van Thamper estate, and you have told her that that's Emmerich that you're traveling with, but she's a smart kid, she probably figured it out. Mm. The Van Thamper estate is located in the Upper City. You may recall the Low Lantern is in the Lower City. So it requires traveling through the gates at night, a thing that the nobles are allowed to do. Uh, Emmerich tells you that he can just get you in, it's not a big deal. Um, you get to the gates after some walking. The guards show up to sort of halt everybody, uh, and Emmerich's like, no, 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 they're guests of the Duke, let them be. Uh, and the, the guards just coolly step back and permit you entry into the upper city. Uh, all the while, uh, Emmerich is discussing to you uh, the nature of their estate, what it looks like, the grounds, uh, who's present on site, on the payroll, all that sort of thing. He's basically uh, verbally casing the joint for you. Gotcha. And... It appears like he's, like he's on our side, right? I mean... He's given us a reason to appear not to be, and he's <laughs> got a staked interest in this because he wants his older brother out of the picture, so... And so he says, you know, there's this room that's about this wide of this furniture, blah, 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 and you get a mental image that looks suspiciously like this image. Yeah. <laughs> How convenient. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what, very good at describing layouts. Yeah. In another age, he would have been on, like, HGTV. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's not. Flip this castle. (laughs) Um, The estate, the manor, is uh, quite large. Um, It's one of the larger manors in uh, Manor Born, the district. Uh, Quite a bit smaller than Silver Shield, so you've seen bigger manors. It's not that impressive. (laughs) Um, But it is a big deal. Uh, Amrick tells you a little bit about the security of the place. There are patrols of three guards apiece that patrol 24 hours, uh, you know, all around the clock, seven days a week, uh, throughout the outer grounds of the property. Um, sometimes they have some type of dog on a leash, um, not typically allowed in the Edward City, but who's going to pick a fight with Duke Van Damme? Ain't nobody going to do that except for you. Um, inside, they do have some other defenses and guards and things like that. He starts breaking it down for you, but he tells you uh, 
the big deal is going to be neutralizing my brother first, well, um, who is likely going to know that we're coming. Uh, and while I am confident I can talk our way into the estate, I know not what his response will be once we are on the grounds. So I will uh, try to lay low as we enter. Thanks, Matt. Um, she's so stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, he also says the secondary obstacle is going to be my mother. Uh, there's a possibility that she will be in the manor proper, but it's quite a bit more likely that she will be in the excavations beneath the manor. Since, uh, <laughs> Did you immediately look at his answer? <laughs> She's in Buto. And every class, and he says, yes, it is a repurposed sewer that they have uh, drained most of the water out of and utilize for storage purposes, wine cellar, but also uh, a place where her guests are allowed to come and go without being seen. I suppose if you're the Duke of the Sewers, then having a sewer in your house is just the equivalent of having a home office. He says they... Uh, what was her name again? I don't get there. What's her first name? Falamra. And she, she's a grand Common spelling. <laughs> she's a, making a play to be the Grand Duke. <laughs> the Grand Duke was Older Ravengard, who was M.I.A. Yes. And, like, just... just like, Duke is a gender neutral. Like, there's no yes. Duchess shit or anything. Correct. Right, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> the Duke of Dookie. The Duke and the Dukas. <laughs> What's that Grand Duke saying? Uh, older Ravengard. Ravengard, okay. I always got hit in Silver Shield. Aquaman. Right. right. <laughs> and he's, he's he's missing with Alterado's theory there. Yeah. So he's missing, which is um, not supposed to be common knowledge, but it's basically propagated the city enough that now everyone kind of knows he's not here. He was supposed to show up at a couple of functions and he didn't, so people have put it together. Uh, but people don't know where he went. Uh, and it's privileged information very privileged information to know that he went out to that wall. Yeah, because it would be prime time for crime time if the big guy went out town. That's a big part of it, and also that uh, El Torel and Baldur's Gate are not friends. Yeah. They're not hostile, but they're not friends. And the idea of him going <clears throat> there, even with an honor guard, is kind of a strange thing. Hmm. Um, and uh, Thavius Creed, he is the, he's, I know he's a paladin, but he's like a <laughs> Big Kubal at the least. The, the high overseer. The high overseer, yes, of, uh, of El Torel. Um, he, he's being held here. At least that's what she thinks. So there's... Um, she says that she's heard that he was seeking refuge with the Vanthimbers. So her whole play was going to be to come here to ask Amber if she could talk to him because she's pretty sure Thavius Creek could figure out how to fix this. Um, he is the head of the uh, Paladins of Torm in the city of El Torel. And the position of high overseer is also like the president of El Uh He's been in power now for uh, at least your entire adult life. Cost my play. Yes. <laughs> we um, think he's a legal death cultist, at least to a certain. We're not 100 sure, but we think he's somewhat. You had heard, I believe it was from Mortlock, that he was working with Lamarra Vanthim. What that actually implies, you're not really sure. But Mortlock seems to think that they were at least in league in some way, or was content to tell you that. It is kind of somewhat suspicious, coincidental, I'm not sure yeah. exactly what, that Older Ravengar, Grand Duke Older Ravengar was in El Torel, and the president of El Torel was in Belfast Gate when El Torel went tits up. Motherfucker, we got paratrapped. <laughs> <laughs> so Amrit provides you all this information. Um, <clears throat> yeah, to is confused because she was under the impression that she was coming to go 
you know, appeal to the Van Thampers to talk to Baby's Krieg, and now Amrit's talking about killing everyone, and she's like, ooh, did I throw in the wrong guys? Yes. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry sweet cheeks. She says that out loud, and we all kind of, yeah. Xanthor <laughs> um, had figured out as well that she had killed a Flaming Fist member in self-defense. Uh, and so she's kind of, like, stuck now, because you guys have got her into the upper city, and Nobody arrested her yet, so she's like, oh, it's better than being in jail. Was that a little bit of information? I think just Xander knows that, right? Just Xander knows that. I don't think Xander told anybody yet. I, I probably would have at least mentioned it to you. Okay. Um, but I would have mentioned it in, like, you know, this is because they're refugees and the city treats them like trash and you know what kind of city this is. And, you know. Don't. 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 <laughs> Big hammer. <laughs> we know the fist isn't necessarily always on the up and up. And well, no, that's sort of why I'm doing a lot of going. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I will not splatter her. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but Emmerich is going to get you up to the manor, and he basically asks you, is there anything you need to do, any prep you want to do before we go, there will likely be violence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we're <laughs> as rested as we're going to get. Oh, I don't have HP. What, what about what? that? I, I mean, don't, don't bother. I don't, mean, don't change anything. Relish in these few small these fleeting seconds. <laughs> these <laughs> are the seconds of your life. And a particularly big sunset. raindrop hits you in the forehead and you die. <laughs> let, me, let me get my death head mothman out. <laughs> <laughs> a little mothman pin. Okay. Um, yeah, he says we can get you into the estate once we get in. It's basically on you. I'll come with you in the sense that I'll linger behind. But um, once Thirstwell catches wind that I'm here with you, it's probably, you know, lions to war, so do, he's the fucker. So, um, the, the girl, Rhea, she's here to try to get help from somebody else who is supposedly being harbored by the Van Hampers, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we try to set those two up? Should we try to reunite them while we're on our high stealth bullshit before it gets violent, or are we just going to go in fireballs of blazing? Alright, I, I think first of all, we need to be realistic about what high stealth means to this party. <laughs> 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 because much like in our just recently wrapped up D20 game, there ain't no stealth when Dragomir's around, alright? So unless you want to leave him, like, in a box in the basement somewhere <laughs> and just knock on the floor when you need him. We're going to give you this two-way radio you're going to stay out in the driveway for the next hour. And so, uh, how is Emmerich spending it? Is it, like, as soon as we step foot on the grounds, it's going to be, like... He says, <clears throat> I'm confident I can get you into the building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once we're into the building, I mean, that's... says, if Thirstwell has spies, and I have no reason to doubt that he does, and he looks at Jack here. We know that he does. Yeah. Um, says, uh... He's likely to know as soon as we approach the main gates, but it'll be too quick for him to notify the guards out in the yard. Uh, we'll simply get into the house and lock the doors. Um, they are beholden to listen to me in as much as they are to listen to him. And if I order them to stand down, they, they will. Uh, but once we get in there, his spies are liable to be your enemies, and I have no doubt that he would use them to allow the dens. Um, but let me tell you a little bit about the property. It says the, the yard, you see on the map here, uh, as mentioned before, is patrolled by three small patrols of guards. They go counterclockwise around the yard at all hours. Uh, the separate building in the back is a stable house where a, a full-time stable servant lives. Um, and that's, that's our first target. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, is a stable keeper and also the groundskeeper, and he says that's Sardinder Peck. That's such a good name. 
Um, Sarvinder is, uh, he's been with the family for about ten years. Um, he doesn't know anything about their illicit comings and goings. Um, but he does say that they maintain uh, an escape route from the underground area that basically delivers, deposits you in the stable house for a quick escape. So at the first hint that there's trouble, they have the ability to sneak out the back door to get out to the stables and then ride away. So he says if you're trying to prevent my mother from escaping, you'll need to find a way to shut down the stable house. <clears throat> that may be as simple as... You have fire. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I just set it on fire. <laughs> he says... We're cool with that? Amrick says, absolutely Wait, not. Part of, part of the arrangement was that I would stand to inherit my family's estate and wealth. I don't destroy it, or... Ah, uh, okay. I mean, no. you, damn. <laughs> what, you won't... You, like, you're not going to go full property brothers, a little bit of renovation. <laughs> I mean, there's a property, there's brothers. And I always thought that this joke could add a little stood drama. for 400 years. I <laughs> shall not see it destroyed. <laughs> Only for a long time. I mean, for a year, perhaps you get homeowners insurance. Styles have changed, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the velour of Walt there ain't going to go anymore. They just want to get the thing and restart. Um, okay, so, uh, so the, 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 uh, the, <laughs> the front door. The 70s. The front door, which is closest to Paul over there, uh, brings you into the main foyer. And uh, from that door is the uh, the servants' quarters. That's where the beds. There's a kitchen in there where their cook uh, is generally going to be hanging around at this hour making dinner. Uh, Gabori Devalin, who is uh, very uptight and snippy. Amber doesn't like him. Uh, and he is uh, mouthy, but he's such a good cook that they keep him on anyway. Um... He says there's a, a food pantry down there. There's uh, stairs that go down to the basement. You can see in the back corner closest to me. And there's a parlor uh, where uh, Duke Van Thamper entertains her guests. There's a possibility that that's where she'll be when you break in. Um, there is a dining room uh, and a gallery. The gallery, he says, have black curtains drawn over them to keep the uh, light of the sun from ruining the pictures that are hanging on the walls in there. Yeah, uh, which means that if you were... If you are trying to get somewhere that the guards outside can't see you, that's uh, a good place that to be. That is a room that you can get to. So he suggests a gallery. That is, uh, let me check the map here and tell you exactly where that is. Uh, that is actually the sort of like L shaped long chamber in the center of the mm. building with stairs in it. <clears throat> Those stairs go uh, to the second floor, and he says that's where Thirstball will be. He says Thirstball never leaves his bedroom, ever. Uh, he calls uh, a servant to change his chamber pots twice a day. What about his sheets? I was thinking it's like a, it's like Socks. a psycho thing where he's actually dead and somebody else is dressed as him <laughs> running around. I just figured it was like the ultimate medieval neckbeard. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, he's, on, he's on Twitter. Every morning he leaves his poop sock by the door. Uh, he says that, uh, well, I'm mother's favorite. Uh, Thirstwell does maintain a contingent of my mother's honor guard. Uh, the five of them stand guard in the hallway outside of his bedroom. Jeez. Uh, Says they are but men. Uh, they love black men. <laughs> I mean, no wonder he never leaves his room. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go out there to, to a hallway with five men. There's actually six, but they rotate who's in the room and who's not. This is what I expected when I ordered five guys. <laughs> so that stairwell that's in the gallery goes upstairs to where the bedrooms are. Yes, and the one closest to me goes downstairs to their wine cellar. Um, he says, I think the first priority should be dealing with Thirstwell because once Thirstwell knows that we're here, it's only a matter of time until everybody on the property knows that we're here. Uh, if we neutralize Thirstwell first, chances are good that we can maneuver around the estate 
with less attention. Yeah. Uh, and Invisible doubles things are gives me the creeps. Yeah. He also well, actually won't ask him about that. Uh, let me get one more thing in here before you ask, and then I will happily take your questions. Uh, <laughs> uh, he also tells you all of their bedrooms are on the second floor. Um, the guests in his mother's basement um, are. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's always a sex dungeon. No, it's her, her three husbands that she's. Yeah, um, three times. Her guests down below uh, wear ritualistic clothing that obscure their features. My, my. Get suits. And. Um, you got a basement full of cultists. Her down below guests, you say. Um, it is literally a basement full of cultists. Same as just straight up say. But um, he says. To freely travel in the lair below, uh, you would have to be dressed in the same clothing and masks and such. Uh, he says, it, coincidentally, uh, if you're speaking with me and Mortlock is no more, um, Mortlock had a set that I do believe would fit you. Costume party. Costume party. In the bedroom upstairs. Okay. Eyes wide shut. Alright, so it's, it sounds fairly straightforward. We go up to neutralize first while we steal. Halloween costumes while we're up there, we go down to the basement and have a basement party. Yes. With a bunch of butt men. He describes the Halloween costumes, as you put it, and they are like <laughs> large flowing black robes, like spooky cultist robes. Of course they are. And uh, faceless devil masks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and those, and those heavy curtains are just to protect the paintings, too. <laughs> Dragomir gives you the iron jerk-off motion. <laughs> uh, but we should figure out if, if we want to neutralize the stable before we go... Fuck up Thurstall and his five guys. He says... <laughs> My burger! <laughs> Emmerich says, I do believe you're going to need to hit them both very quickly, or split your forces, and hit them simultaneously. Hi, Paul. Yeah, that always works. <laughs> um, so, I asked him to describe the door from the tunnel into the stables, because I was looking at my equipment. All I have, really, that would be good for securing a door is manacles. I mean, if it's a... a like, we could just put manacles on, like, the door... So that it's locked shut effectively. I have mending, so I could like. Would that pull. work? Though? Yeah. Would that work? Does that only work on something that has been physically broken? broken. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't like fuse wood together or anything like that. Shit. So we kick, we kick the door open and then you just mend it shut. <laughs> like I, setting a bone wrong. I, I could cast cloud of daggers in front of the door, and then anybody who came through it would be ribbons. I don't. Yeah. That I mean, kind that of defeats the purpose of. That, that would work, but my concern is it's a concentration spell and it's a spell slot on something that maybe will happen. I'd rather have you save your firepower for something that will happen. Emmerich says, uh, I think it's very simple. It opens up via a trap door and there's a cart that is designed to be pulled by horses. Just have the horses pull the cart over the trap door and unhitch the horses. There are not as well. Let's do it. The door. Yeah. But the only thing is that's where Sarvinder Peck you know, sleeps, so you'll have to figure that out. <laughs> He's going to sleep there for a long time. No, 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 no. We're not killing Peckerman. Yeah. That's like the worst Mega Man villain. <laughs> is he like a nice guy? Do you like? Do you like him, Emmerich? Uh, yeah. He says uh, I would prefer not to see him killed uh, in a Absolutely. horrible, messy, disastrous way. So only clock him on the head a little bit. If, you, if you walked in and gave him five gold pieces and said, "Here, go have a night on the town," would he leave for a few hours? Yes, probably. Then Let's why don't we do, do that? Mm-hmm. A fair point. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be unpaladinly, but we don't have to solve every problem with a hammer. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's give him a little bit of gold and be like, take, you know. Well, let's, let's let Amrick do it because he's a he's familiar face and, yeah. you know. 
here's your Christmas bonus, come early, go get plowed. And... Um, he, so he actually, he asks you, vis-a-vis me, because I'm the DM, and I'm mm-hmm. DM questioning you, um, are you dividing your force? Are you sending him all by himself to the stables to deal with it? You guys are going to walk in the front door? Like, what's the timing going to look like? Right, there? we need him to get us into can, the can he get us onto the grounds, and then we find a place to, like, hide for five minutes while he runs to the back, takes care of Pecker, and we then we all he, go back. He says you could potentially hide in my mother's art gallery, but problem is that Thirstwell will then know that you're here, mm-hmm. and will have had five minutes to dispatch his spies throughout this thing. I also privately am a little nervous about letting this guy run away on his own while we are in his house committing crimes. Yeah, there is uh, the, the chance of betrayal. I do not, because there's also a trap door in the stables where he could just like, and get away hey mom! <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so we, we need to neutralize the stable yeah. before we go inside. I, I I don't know. I feel like maybe we all go to the stable, yeah. do this real quick, and then all go back inside. Uh, is, is it day or night? Night. Early evening-ish. So, my big fear with us going to the stable is that somebody in the second floor can easily spot all of us walking there, and they won't know who the four of us are, five of us are, because we have Rial. Uh, Rial. Yeah. So, you know, that looks a little wonky. If he only took one of us, maybe he could say, yeah, you know, this is uh, this is my flaming fist uh, guard or whatever. <laughs> You know, I have a new bodyguard or something, yeah. you know, or, you know, if one of us, went, that's probably not too bad, but if four of us, five of us trudged into the stables and suddenly the stable man took off for town, you know, that'd be yeah, very having, obvious. Having one person keep an eye on him and the rest of us kind of tuck in a corner outside. I, I totally agree that one, at least one of us should be with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him. All right. Then maybe he, maybe he gets us in the house and then you, you and him go. Uh, it doesn't matter whichever one of us the thinks pro- be the more appropriate The thing guy is, once we are in the house, Thirstful knows we are there. Well, I, I, I would argue that Thurswell probably already knows we're there. He's got invisible imps that are following us. But it's it seems to me like once we get into the house and Thurswell knows we're there, things are going to kick off in a way that... Once we're in the house, we're on initiative order. Is yeah. basically what yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I'm saying. The, the standing plan is to get into the house, lock the doors, and use it like a stronghold. Um, yeah, okay, so looking at the layout here, what if he lets us in? These are the front doors, he said? Yes. What if he lets us in here and then... Uh, we all, as a group, go into here. We hold this little room here while you and um, Emmerich do your little mission out to the stables, and then we'll meet you back in here. Did he recommend we come in just the front doors or the spectral? What, what did he recommend? Well, he says that the uh, the doors to enter the estate are located two over here and one on this side. Now, the one on this side belongs to one of their nosy neighbors, so he doesn't recommend coming in through the side because they're going to notice something mm-hmm. and probably call the watch. So he does suggest he goes through the front doors instead. It's because there's a, you know, keeping walking around at night through someone's backyard. Yeah, basically. It's very (laughs) creepy. It's like the opening scene from Scream. And so what his suggestion is, (laughs) um, the two front doors are your best bet. One of them only requires you to be outside for 20 feet before you're in the front foyer. Uh, The other way gets you on a straight shot all the way to the stable. um, But it goes past many windows, which are all the little ruffle-looking things on the walls Mm -hmm. there. Those are curtains. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and he said there's a chance that the mom might be in here entertaining guests. She might be in there entertaining guests, yeah. Or in the parlor, which is with the chairs and the couches. So does he have a recommendation for dealing with the stable? Or at least walking to the stable? Uh, for the groundskeeper, he says, um, I think your plan will work. We can certainly just give him some money and tell him to go. Uh, the only question I have is, you know, the longer that we dally about, the longer that Thirstwell has to organize defenses within the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the stairway up? Yes. Okay. 
then I, 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 I still kind of am leaning towards my plan where we come in through the front as a group. We get to here. We split up. Somebody runs with Amrick over here to take care of the trap door. Reconvenes here. Should only take a, a couple of turns. And then we go all back upstairs as a group and deal with those guys. She's also potentially in dining room. Right. Um. Oh, you guys probably already figured it out. But just so it's crystal clear, um, this represents the second floor. <laughs> and uh, the manor does actually have a tower. Uh, and the tower, the top of the tower is this room. Oh. Mm-hmm. That, I matched that up with that. What if we get... Yeah, some of the vampires. Some of the vampires. Right, yeah. yeah. We determine that every day. It has to, yeah. I think we're just going to have to like do something at some point. because so yeah. No matter what we do, something that we don't want to happen is going to happen. Yeah. So we just have to pick one and go with it. So, okay, I, these are our two options. I'm going to present them. I, if somebody else has another one, you can <laughs> jump in. But I either my first plan, where we all go in as a group to the front door, wait here while somebody else deals with the stable, and then comes back, and then we all go upstairs. Or we try to be sneaky, sneaky past these windows, um, and we all go as a group to the stable, and then go in through the back door here directly. Here, I mean, what we're trying to avoid is if there's the Lombra Vamp Vampire in this room full of guests, um, they're either going to know we're here because they're going to hear us through these doors, or they're going to know we're here because we're walking past these windows. At least here, we can just like sprint past the windows, and maybe they won't see us. Uh, in a mechanical sense, anybody who's trying to do a stealth check past the windows, at the very least. We'll have advantage because you're in dim light. Mm. Uh, the estate is lit. They do have torches and braziers and stuff like that. There's hanging lanterns on the sides of the house and stuff like that. But it's not enough ambient light uh, to not grant you advantage. Uh, and Emmerich says, uh, if I go with one of you, mm-hmm. if one of you is good at not being seen, it doesn't matter if I'm seen. I live here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff, man? So, I think what he's suggesting is he can go to the stable with any of you because he's already going to be seen right. and it looks normal and yeah, as the rest long as whoever's going with him doesn't go get seen you know what you say oh 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 yeah. he wants he, he need, okay so so if he had a guest they would be suspicious if he showed up with a, with a guest yeah presumably because everyone already saw you already know that he's that you and he have been spotted with the low lantern that much is fact Dragon are confirmed with his devices so I would think it would either be you who can be sneaky or maybe you who can talk your way out of danger yeah what's your charisma anything good or she was already there. Yeah. Yeah. I keep thinking sorcerer for some reason. There's a reason that the you old, are our The basement. only reason I'm not like negative one is because I'm a tiefling. Yeah. But you also rob graves, so you know, you get a little, you get a little. <laughs> no, I get a lot, they're dead. <laughs> I can't stop. Get the whole thing. I don't care. They, they get nothing. Good day, sir. So so yeah, I'll just I'll just I don't mind accompanying him to the stable. Um it's just, I would prefer if he did the talking and the bribing, and if he wants to just find gold of mine, he can do so. Yeah, that's... that's I, I just, you know, I, I, it would be better if he did the bribing than if I did the bribing. Yeah, he's not suggesting you do the bribing. He thinks Sergeant Repack would probably freak the fuck out. Um, you guys are the ones who said somebody should go with him because you don't trust him to go on his own. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily want to say that out loud, but we definitely don't. So yeah, I'll accompany him, but I'll stay hidden while, while I accompany him. Alright, so we're going to do front door and wait here, or are we going to sneak past the windows? I like the three of you front door right there. Yeah. He says, if I'm going with you to go to the stables, I can't talk these three past the guards. You can't talk us all past the guards to go in there and then we leave there? Well, that was what Brian was suggesting earlier. Um, that means first of all, we'll know that you're there as soon as you go into the front doors, but the guards won't harass you until you're already inside. I feel like that's a little bit more of an attractive option. Do we just say, fuck the stables and leave right in because our way in? Does it matter? Does it matter if Thalamor gets away? Do we really care? 
I mean, we don't have a reason to care yet, but we might find something to care about while we're in there. Yeah. Edward but I, says, but I we can don't guarantee what you find will incriminate her and you're not going to wander to escape. Okay, so we have to deal with the stairs. Okay. This is also part of the terms of the bargain you made with me at the Lord. I, um, so, <laughs> I, I, I will say again, I, I'm not worried about... I mean, I, I don't want to say I'm not worried. I, I don't think anything we, we are going to do is going to keep Thurskill from knowing that we're there because he's got invisible imps that are clearly watching us. So he, he probably already knows. And also, I'm a paladin, and so what if he knows that I'm there? I'm still going to snap him with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if Xander goes to the stables with him, I think we can at least not die in the time it takes to get there and back again. I mean, all we have to do is stand still in our room. <laughs> so just to clarify, so I know what the plan is. So then may I might die. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Because I'd like to get this started. It sounds like the plan is all five of you coming in through this door over here, mm-hmm. going right in through the foyer, going into the gallery, bunking up in the gallery while Zanzer and Amrick book it out the backside to come over here and bribe the groundskeeper. Okay. Double back, and then go to Thirstwell when you're all reunited. That's my plan, yeah. That's mm. sounds right to me. Let's, I, I can't think of anything better to do, and I'd rather get into it, because I think it'll be more exciting at that point anyways. Yeah. Um, Does Amrick have any big reservations on that? He says, no, it seems perfectly acceptable. You're the capable ones. Uh, I'm just here to facilitate you getting in and out, and then collect when it's all over. Yeah. Well, uh, he's an NPC. We can rely on him about as much as you, you can. You know. Yeah, I know. All right, let's do it then. Yeah, I would, I would say my only qualm is that Thirstwell was set up as our big obstacle, so maybe fighting him first is going to be the thing, but, like, we're not going to get to him. I, I mean, and I don't want to metagame, but he also yeah. said that going upstairs and getting cult outfits is part of going down to the basement and being able to move it to the basement, so yeah. I think it's clearly, like, yeah. there's there's an order of operations here, and it's going upstairs first. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> DM We're just moving these initiative the markers for no reason. Yes. Yeah, they're just in the way. Taking them all down to put them back up. Later. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, I'm going to call for rolls now just so that when the action does start, we don't muck it up with waiting for everyone to do math. So, initiative, please. Yeah, and souls are tolls. Ooh, 17. Foreskin. Foreskin. Like. May is 17. 10. 17. Uh, okay. Which one of you is faster? You uh, two didn't decide. I have plus one dex. You can just I, decide. Yeah, I also have plus one. Uh, um, also better. It's, it's a player well, choice thing. Whatever I was going to say it's probably better if Theo goes first because I might like something on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to stick around too long. I thought you were going to say it might be better if Theo goes first because you might be dead after your turn. <laughs> In which case it would be better for Theo to go after. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There. Next time, don't pick hemophilia as a class. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who knew that tieflings get that as a racial Thank you for Futurama, the, the striped biologist taunters who have the big bullseyes painted on their chest. What are you going to do, shoot me? It's <laughs> good. It's good. Nothing's bad. All right. <laughs> it's bad if you're on that end of the turn. No, it's totally great. Uh, unless you're dragon. <laughs> So he's thick. He's fine. Anchorman. Uh, the five of you approach the Van Famper Manor. Uh, did, uh, I apologize. Did you get uh, Rial or Rial? Oh yeah. Do you need hers? 
Oh, Rhea is in here as well. Yes, please roll for her. I forgot about Rhea. Yeah. Allies. Uh, four. Okay. Uh, she is going to go after you because she's an NPC. Okay. Uh, and also, um, she is not likely to pull that sword off the off her hip for this. She doesn't want to kill people. She doesn't think. At this moment, she has no reason to believe that the people you're about to harm are actually evil. Ah. She hasn't observed any of this shit. She knows that they're ranks below end. By the end, by the end of the turn, she might think that we're evil and maybe try to stab us. It's possible. Okay. Uh, so put your minis on the board. And for no reason at all, this is going to be uh, Amrick Van Tamper. Oh. Great. that Doctor Doom? <laughs> no. It's a dark elf with a gigantic fuck-off knife. Oh. Do you need one for her, too? Uh, for Rhea? I did not pull one out for Rhea. <laughs> uh, she is this little standing thing. Nice. That's why she's so short. Yeah. She's 14. She can only be like two or three feet high. Right. So, you know, a girl becomes an adult when she gets her own miniature. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, Emmerich goes to the front doors. Uh, he pulls a key out of his pocket. He undoes the lock on the doors. A couple of guards with crossbows kind of walk and give him a nod, and he waves. And the doors swing open, and he lets you in. Uh, and he goes and he wraps the chain around the doors, but he doesn't, like, lock it up properly. He just kind of, like, quick slings the, the chain. Uh, and then leads you towards the front door. Uh, another patrol of guards comes before you make it through the doors. Uh, and they're like, early night for you, Amrick. And he says, yes, yes. Uh, some of my mother's guests uh, should be departing before long. And the guards give him a nod. And they walk past. And he opens up the front doors into the foyer. It has flavor text because it's a foyer, and every foyer is required to have flavor text, or it's a foyer instead. <laughs> Foy pot. <laughs> Foy pot. I like that. That's actually. <laughs> How dare you say such a clever? Don't sound so fucking surprised. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from the main entrance, this room has two exits: a plaster shelf lined with ornate vases, circle the room at a height of about nine feet. Spread across the flagstone floor is a ten-foot-wide, fifteen-foot-long rug of exquisite design depicting a royal coronation. Two tapestries hanging on the walls depict a dragon flying over a ship and pilgrims on camels, respectively. Dragon was wary of rugs and smothering. He's seen these before. (laughs) (laughs) Check out the tapestries! That's all I can ever think of whenever I hear the word tapestries. What? So, from uh, Last Crusade. Oh, yes! (laughs) Uh, those squares are a little small, so I'm going to zoom in just a touch here. Yeah, Dragon's going to purposely walk around the rug. He's, he's seen rugs he's smothering before. Okay, find my cursor, please. There we go. And that's a better. I don't think you're going to need all those squares anyway, so that's fine. Well, We're not going to get very far. I do not. Nice. Contrary to what you may think about Nemea, she does not walk on the rug. If she sees other people not walking on the rug. But she does walk on the wild side. Alright, uh, you are in the foyer, and Emmerich starts to look a little bit panicked. He's like, okay, the clock is running, let's go. Go, 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 let's go. Go get the tables. <laughs> oh, shit, Theo's first, right? Uh, uh, you're not in an issue order, it's just you oh, tell me oh. what you're doing and the party oh. will move. We're moving in here? Yes. Yeah. Well, Emmerich and Xander have to get the tables. Right. Which is through that way. Through this oh, through that way, okay. Okay. Uh, so as I mentioned before, black curtains are drawn over the windows. Uh, the hall is dark and cool. 
Um, When you walk into this room, there is a very old man who is wearing a fine suit, uh, who is carrying an oil lantern, and he's just sort of like roaming about. Um, Looks like he's maybe the butler. Mm. Just kind of cruising around. Is he butling? He's butling. (laughs) He likes to keep the kitchen tidy. Uh, And Amrick says, Ah, good evening, Fendrick. Fendrick says, Can I supply you with more wine? He says, uh, Yes, actually, I'd love it. And the butler turns and departs uh, through the kitchen and presumably down into the cellar. He's an old man. It actually is kind of cool that they're making him walk all the way to the cellar because he's like 90 years old. But he says, okay, this is our chance. It helps age the wine, I guess. Because <laughs> it catches old. Oh, wow, it takes him forever to fetch it. Philip! <laughs> this is a good year when I requested it. <laughs> All right, um, he says yes. All right, now's our chance. Go! Go, go, Gadget! Go, Sneaky go Man! <laughs> yeah, let's uh, head to the stables. Okay. Uh, the two of you step out through the back door. Peppered with arrows. <laughs> and you are immediately attacked by a devil, though. Um, you step out through the back door. Uh, one of the patrols has just finished around, and they're going back around the house the other direction. Uh, and he says, okay, quickly now. And he starts walking ahead of you to get to the stables. Um, yeah, so I have to sort of sneak out. You know, i got to sort of like hug the walls or something to sneak while he goes himself, kind of. Yeah, you're basically trying not to be seen by the second floor, if I understand your plan correctly. Yeah, so I guess I'm hugging the walls. Okay. See how many things? You have advantage because it's in light. <laughs> no, wait. He's got a point. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be a 24 on this stuff. Okay, yeah, they can't catch you on that one, so that seems fine. Um, those of you who are staying in the room, you know, it's a dark room, and you're only getting a little bit of the light from the butler's lantern as he turns to leave the room. And uh, all of you freeze for a brief moment when you see Duke Philandra Van Thamper, and she is just standing in one corner holding a cat in her arms. Uh, and the first thing you notice, besides the fact that it's fucking Thalabra Van Thamper, right here in the room, just creeping in a dark corner by herself, uh, is that the cat that she's holding has wings. Oh, oh shit. Um, I would like a nature check from the three of you. Uh, that's not natural. Alright, here we go. 19? 13. Surprisingly good. Did you lose your sheet again? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she hid the whole pack of arcane cards from me with a single piece of paper. <laughs> well, apparently she's been keeping them in the fridge just for this very moment. <laughs> Stay frosty. Uh, so Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> Dragon Mary, you haven't heard of this before, but the two of you have. Um, that creature is called a Tressen. Mm-hmm. It is uh, It is a creature that is native to this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like a super weird alien cat or anything mm-hmm. like that, but they are rare. Yeah. Uh, it's a luxury pet. Ah, me too. Uh, we also have dark vision and Dragon Mary doesn't, so... Uh, that's also a valid point. <laughs> Um, but after you see her and freeze, uh, you realize that she's not moving, and that's when you realize that it's actually a wax statue. Oh, oh. yuck. Yeah, I keep I keep the wax oh. statue of myself in the side room. She's this kind of rich person. Yeah. Right, yeah. I... The worst part is it's like a wax statue for like first thing in the morning, like her hair's in curlers, no makeup, she's got like a bathroom, bathroom fuzzy. holding her cat. <laughs> and then uh, the little bronze placard in me says, hashtag no filter. She's got a cigarette with like two <laughs> inches of ash yeah. hanging out of the side of her mouth. Hashtag woke up like this. Um, <laughs> might delete later. In, in, in sort of like glancing around the room, like, is this the weirdest thing? 
Uh, that is by far the weirdest thing that you see in the gallery. I should give you a little description of this. <coughs> There's an eclectic collection of tapestries, paintings, and alabaster busts that are standing on pedestals meant to impress the Lamar Van Damper's guests. So this is the sort of thing where they're densely packed in here enough that if you were to run through this room at high speed, you would have to make a check to avoid knocking over things and breaking stuff and making a lot of noise. Okay. Not that that's going to come into play. Add. Yeah. Um, are, is anybody in this room actually, like, cultured? Uh, <laughs> like, in this room or in, like, that room? No, in the make-believe world. I know that you're not. It's fine. No, no. Not particularly. No. Actually, you're an intelligence character. You can start up intelligence role. Cool. Oh, hell yeah, 16. 16? Okay, yeah. It doesn't take uh, an enormous intelligence for you to, to spot that this is a collection of some gaudy, worthless shit. <laughs> this is actually some fuck-ugly art. <laughs> the two of you who are in the room just kind of like looking at it and are like, wow, this is quite a collection. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, she's nouveau riche. It's it's heinous looking. It is not good art. Well, yeah, I, I, actually, to, to back up to last session, you said that she pretty much uh, held the, the city hostage through her knowledge of the sewers to get Made a duke in the first place. Yeah, she's so she doesn't come from yeah, money or privilege yeah. or anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'll make this taste Think about somebody who worked in the sewers to be a cultured person in their 60s. Like, no, that's not yeah. how this works. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is an eclectic collection of what I'm you I'm the Lamra Van Thamper from the Taking a Dump Van Thamper. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. The unsinkable Thamper. <laughs> they, uh, they don't address it in the book, but something I thought was kind of curious, and let's throw it out there for funsies. Um, her name is the Lamra Van Thamper. That's not her married name, that's her name. All three of her children are Van Tampers, but they all have different fathers. Mm. None of them have their father's name. <laughs> that was kind of strange. That but, kind of relationship. Yeah, I think she definitely was the one with the balls. And probably about 12 of them. Balls of shit. I'll show you a picture of her later. Be like, she also keeps a hallway full of butt men upstairs, so <laughs> yeah. make of that what you will. Um, Xander, I want a perception roll from you. Uh, 13. I have my 18 passive. I don't know that Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid um, thing. Yeah, okay. That seems fine. Um, you were able to overhear the conversation that occurs as you're tailing Hamrick into the stable house. Um, you mentioned earlier you didn't want to be seen, so assuming he's staying outside. But uh, the conversation, there's nothing weird or shysky about it. He says, Sergeant, my friend, here, take the night off. Uh, and he hands him a couple of coins you can think around. Uh, he says, uh, I'll take care of locking up tonight. Uh, I fancy uh, a ride around the estate. Sarbender says, very good. Great. <laughs> I'm going to go get drunk at bars. Good, great, grand, wonderful. And then uh, you see this, like, he's a middle-aged man, but he obviously works outside. Like, he's very sunburnt. and <laughs> just looks like shit. Uh, and he's stumbling out through the gates on this side of the Sounds like he's already drunk. Yeah, he's working on it. <laughs> he's a groundskeeper, and it's yeah. after dark. But yeah, true. <laughs> Dig graves. Um, so he wanders away, and uh, Emmerich says, It is done. Scots and other Scots. James Scots. Ruined Scotland. <laughs> uh, and at that time... But we have to move the carriage over the truck door, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. Because yeah. not much good. Not much yeah. good, yep. So he sends Sarbender on the way, waits for him to walk out of eyesight. Uh, and then says, okay, quickly. And uh, he goes to, like, get in the wagon so he can steer it, and he waves you to the horses. Okay. Hitch a horse, I guess. 
So uh, give me an animal handling check. This, this is where things fall apart. Get hit, kicked in the chest by a horse and immediately die. <laughs> oh, 16. 16's pretty good. Yeah, it's, um, it is not a quiet thing. And uh, you're not sure how much noise is getting out of the stable house. But you know that it's not discreet. Um, and he's, like, kind of grunting and groaning and trying to get... This is bigger than a goat, Jesus. <laughs> um, trying to get the uh, the wagon set up and ready to go. Usually it's been Serpenter handing him the reins after it's already set, so he's like trying to figure it out on the fly. Uh, he's a smart guy, but he's not a hard worker. I mean, you know. Trying to figure out like, what Prindle means. I do have a soldier background. Oh, are you proficient in land vehicles as part of your background? Uh, actually, I think I am. Yeah, I think you are a soldier. Yeah. yeah. Ah, damn. Uh, then yes, you can instruct him. That'll give him advantage on trying to set up what he's doing. No, oh, the thing with wheels. The <laughs> thing with wheels. God. He's holding like a bridle. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a really good thing that you uh, gave him advantage on that. It's going to fail and delay you a little longer. Uh, I'm Why opening this up to the section with devils for no reason. Don't worry about a thing. Please don't. Stop. Stop that. Put that down. No, don't worry. We're going to be attacked by devil dags. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's going to be Which very gassy. <laughs> I fucking hate eggs. Uh, thank you. I hate, I hate deviled eggs. Oh, you know what? That's why the dungeon underneath the bathhouse stank so much. It was just deviled just, eggs. Uh, just deviled eggs for days. It's too boingy. The boingy food. I mean, it is pretty boingy. <laughs> thank you. Asshole. <laughs> 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 All right. But anyway, uh, come to the inside of the house. Uh, I need some, some different music here. Oh, yeah. good. Love a change of music. Mm-hmm. After, right after, after like, we looked up Devils and yeah. Monster Man. Oh, good. He's 52 or something. Oh, love Shaq. <clears throat> uh, Dragomir. What? Stop. Does a 20 hit your AC? Yes. Cool. Uh, Theodosius. Oh, I need a pencil. Does a 21 hit your AC? Yeah. Nemea. Does a 23 hit your AC? Oh, fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> cool. Alright. Got one. It's a cat. The cat's fucking us up. I didn't even get the case meter. <laughs> Pissing all over. I rolled shit on damage. Oh, good. Uh, so only the male will die. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Dragon Mirror. Yeah. Take four piercing damage. Okay. Theodosius, take five piercing damage. You may have take four piercing damage. Everybody give me a constitution saving throw. The DC is 11. Uh, oh, how did I fuck that up? That's one. That's gonna be a nine for me, dog. Four. Those of you who fucked it up take 13 poison damage. Oh my god! And uh, Dragon Dragon take half. Okay, so six. Thirteen? Yeah, it's great. Don't worry about it. That's too many. Uh, and descending from the gallery shelves are three imps. And uh, they uh, strike from invisibility, landing on your shoulders and driving their stingers into your backs. Uh, it is now an initiative order, and they have already gone, so we're going to go to the top of the order with Theodosius. Uh, Theo does what you would do with anything that stings him on the back. He's going to try to sort of rip it off his shoulder and throw it on the ground. Rip it. Rip it. Um, <laughs> okay, give me an athletics check. Fifteen. He's a 17. He sort of weaves around your hands and continues to drive the stinger home. Ugh. Anything else on your turn, Theo? Uh, um, I am going to cry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna cast a uh, healing word on myself. Okay. Uh, so Nemeo, you were on deck. Uh-huh. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> Five Go fish. <laughs> Actually, this is how you should be real. Six, seven. Alright, Nemea, what do you got for us? It's on my shoulders? It is. Uh, I am going to... Yeah, it's it's on my shoulders behind me like this. Oh, um, it's the so devil on our shoulders. I, I am going to, over, over my head, um, put my hands together and go like this and cast burning hands backwards okay. into its face. Uh, so a bunch of things happen. First off, uh, it takes zero damage. It is unified. Secondly, uh, behind you is uh, a hanging tapestry that goes up the length of the banister of the stairs, and the tapestry is now on fire. Uh, black smoke is filling the gallery. Now the wall's on fire. Now the floor. <laughs> now the chair. So much, so much for saving this guy's inheritance. We're going to burn down his family oh, familiar shit. home. <laughs> I mean, it was tacky to begin with. Uh, next up is going to be uh, you hear the sounds of footsteps, booted footsteps upstairs, uh, and a perception check from the three of you. Thirteen. Thirteen. Perception? It's gonna be a ten. Okay. You hear some sort of mechanical contraption noises going on upstairs, but you're not sure the nature of what's Mechanical going. noises? Mechanical yeah. noises are there. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so yes, that occurs. And then after that occurs, uh, Zenzer... Um, while you're trying to hitch up the wagon, you're not done moving the wagon yet, but you hear what sounds like uh, a spell going off, a destructive magic spell. I've heard that sound before. <laughs> uh, about to that, die. that means the may have dead. <laughs> <laughs> I have 13 hit points, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, do I get any idea of how long it'll take us to finish our task? Uh... With good rolls, you could do it this turn. If you don't get a good roll, it's probably going to be more than one turn. Alright, I'd like to give it a try to finish this in one turn. Okay. And if um, not, then we're fine. Does he still get advantage from my... Uh, he still gets advantage from you directing him on what to do. He's okay. got the easy job. You have the hard one. Do I need to roll? What do I need? You still need to roll? It's animal handling. Oh, okay. I mean, this only happened five minutes ago, and I forgot what color <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be a twelve, not not grand. As you're doing that, he goes to to move the um, what do we call the reins, and uh, the yoke just comes apart, like the harbor comes apart. Like it wasn't fixed properly. Let's see. Uh, and he starts like rummaging around in the bin of the wagon to like grab the bolts that fell out of it so he can put it back together. Uh, it is not gonna be done this turn. Uh, back inside the room, it is time for the monsters to act once again. They no longer have advantage, though. Uh, Dragomir, uh, 11's gonna miss. Nemea, 18. Yeah. And Theo is 7, so it looks like only Nemea's getting zapped this time. Uh, Nemea, please take, uh, 4 points of piercing damage and give me a constitution saving throw. Here it comes. That was a fucking 14! God damn it, it's an 8! I'm just gonna put a zero now. You should. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just not even gonna bother. No, that I don't was... wanna know. <laughs> I don't wanna know. Fifteen. I don't wanna know. <laughs> but you hey, know. At least it's not double your total. 
At least it isn't. You're right. I should be thankful for the little things. <laughs> okay. Uh, the fire continues to build. Dragomir, you are up. So is Ram Antelmore, if you want to do both of your turns together. And Theo, you're on deck. Okay. Um, so this thing is sitting on my shoulder, so would I get an attack of opportunity if I moved? Uh, yeah, it would attack you if you moved. Okay. Then, uh... If you moved out of its present space, which is five feet, so you have to go two squares away. But he's, like, sitting on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not grappling him, so okay. I'm going to say that he'd stay in the same square. So if, I, so if I move five feet, I'd be okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to come over here, and I'm going to try to pound the one that's on Theodosius. Okay. Duck. <laughs> Duck. Quack. <laughs> yes, 26. All right, that is definitely going to make contact. Um, we really want these things to die, don't we? I should save some ice for upstairs. Mm. Uh, let's see, 9 plus 5 is 14 points of damage. Are you hitting with the maul, or are you using the flail that you found in the other dungeon? I should be using the flail by the fact that you're asking me that question, but I'm hitting them with the maul. He has damage resistance when it's not a silvered weapon. Of course, mm. you take 7 points and he's still up. Uh, though you do we sort of swat. Find a useful thing, then. Mm. You swat him, and he goes flying around in a circle and crashes into a vase, mm. which then crashes onto the floor. Excellent. Me and my unconscious state. <laughs> uh, Rhea Mentalborn is also yours, so take it away, Rhea. Yeah, uh, Rhea is going to hit the one on my shoulder. Yeah, she sees devils, now she knows you're not the bad guys. Right. Thank you. She doesn't have any tricks, she just melees the shit. Right, but she does have a multi-attack, so she's going to swing twice with the long sword. Yep. Alright. Uh, How do you fancy a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if she can even reach up out of my shoulder, I mean, come on now. She's only two feet high. 24 and a 12. Uh, the 24 will hit, the 12 will miss. Uh, 7 points of damage, which is not silver, I guess. It is not silver. It takes 3 points. Right. May I roll, like, a religion or some kind of nature check to, to see if Dragonair understands that he's not using the right type of weapon for this? Or, yeah, there's no base knowledge for that, is there? Uh, a religion check would certainly be appropriate. I'll even give you advantage because you just observed it resisting your damage. Sixteen? Yeah, you would know that. You, I mean, like, you're a religious order that fights evil creatures. Like, devils and demons, you know a little bit about it. Uh, recalling back to your studies, you were never a good student, but you know about how to kill things, and you remember killing things with silver is usually the way to go. Alright. Especially if they're vampires. Alright, Geralt, let's get on it. Alright, uh, so it's you and Rhea. Theo, you're up. Nemea, get ready to make a death save. <laughs> Which one? Which Unless one uh, you might get brought back from the dead here by Theo in a minute. Uh, Would it be a full action to throw water at a fire? Uh, to extinguish a fire of this size, yes. But like to like make it like not just throw like some water at it to make it sort of. Not go as rapidly, maybe? Uh, where you get the water from? I have a water seat. I would say it's still in action. Okay. Getting a lot of water out of a water skin is not a fast process. Okay. Um. Um. Spare the dying for now. So you are no longer dying. Cool. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, and then I will... Use uh, Healing Word on you, I guess, to give you hit points. I guess. <laughs> Hi, I'm a support class. Oh, hey. Uh, so that, that is four, six, eight, nine points. Nine points? Yeah. Hot damn. That's a whole lot for a wizard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every time you spare the dying or like healing word me and I open my eyes and go, we have to stop reading like this. <laughs> Put out the fire. <laughs> uh, so, I'm sorry, you, you did something different than I heard when you, what was your turn? I used spare the dying as a full action and then I used healing word to juice her up with uh, Okay, I just want to make sure we're clear on the rules. You don't have to spare the dying if you're going to heal her. She heals from zero. Oh, okay. I did not. Okay, um, then I just healing word her and I'll the throw water on the fire. Okay, done. Um, just for the sake of the argument, give me a dexterity uh, d20 roll. Oh, hey, that's not yeah, it's pretty good. bad. Uh, that's 17. You spent some time in the bucket brigade when they were setting fires intentionally in the lower city. Oh, yeah. You had a little practice in this. So, yeah, you uh, you empty the water skin out on the uh, the tapestry and the banister, and at least the wood of the banister doesn't look like it's going to burn. Mm-hmm. The tapestry is ruined. Yeah. Um, can I recon and set up a bonus action for turn cash over Sure. Uh, okay, so that was Theodosius Nemea. It is your turn. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna stay down for right now. <laughs> Just play dead. I, I, like, legit, I am gonna play dead. Um, but I am going to cast Major Armor on myself. Okay. And then I'm just gonna see if there's... Oh. No. That's No. No. I just wanted to make sure. I was like, do I have any bonus action spells? And I have one, but it's a second level spell, and I'm not wasting that right now. Um, So I'm just going to sort of... Can I, like, scoop myself into a corner by the edge of the stairs? Uh, Is the dark the top of the stairs or the bottom? The dark is the bottom of the stairs, so it would be the base of the stairwell. Uh, I don't think I want to go there. Um, Can I go to the basement stairs? No, that's the Uh, upstairs stairs. stairs. Uh, I'm going to scoop myself over into the corner. Yeah. Right. I'll go upright. Uh, you see you're trying to play dead as well, right? Yeah, I'm gonna, like, kind of just try to chill over there until my next turn when I can actually cast so something that's out. you should just cast a spell and wiggle all over the floor, so I'm gonna call for a deception check with disadvantage to try to fool this imp into thinking that you shouldn't be stunned some more. Are you smarter than an imp? <laughs> no. Uh, deception check? Yeah, with disadvantage, please. I just heard Every time. Disadvantage, you say. Let me, I'm going to pick my two unluckiest ones. So I'll make it the worst. Why is it six? You know so, what? I rolled a natural two. Somehow this stupid fucking imp is bamboozled by your antics. <laughs> Look at that corpse go! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they are in cahoots with the death cult. So <coughs> necromancy happens. It's not the first time you've seen a corpse move. And I'm going to make five secret d20 rolls. Love it. Excellent. Okay. Uh, after that is Zanzer. So Zanzer, you are still in the stable. You are unsure how long this task is going to take now that it's kind of gotten fucked up the last round. Um, I think things are going uh, tits up in the house, so we probably better head back. Um... 
I don't know if it's a single move for me to get back to the door, or if it's a double move. I don't know how far away I am right now. Uh, your movement's 30 feet. Yeah. You can make it to the door, but not in the house. Is there anything that's not the carriage that you can put on the, the trap door, or, like, some, like, Animal. way to, like, <laughs> lock it shut um, or something? There's... Like, anything that you could put on top of it is something you can move around yourself without needing pack animals for it, which means somebody coming through the door on the other side probably could too. Six is fish, which go in. I mean, all this is going to be for nothing if the target of what we're here for is going to screw up the back door. Alright, um... Just singing moaning, I guess we try it again. Okay. Come on there, uh, Aramaeus, or whatever the hell your name is. Amber, just stand on the door. Yeah. 